What's up guys, here with you with FC Wonderkid, here with my guy, Bretson. How are you? I'm thinking of uh, applying for Portuguese citizenship. <laughs> no. I am ready to talk about Group A. There is a lot going on here. It's a wide open group, and my goodness, World Cup Group A, shall we begin? Yes, best lineup and predictions. And people, tell us down below before you hear our choices your choices for who should be in that lineup and your predictions of who's going to be first and second in group a please go bold we want to see some bold comments man but yes going with it netherlands the yeah. favorites of this group okay on paper at least mm -hmm. like chavi simmons was called up jeremy fringpong was called up kenneth taylor was called up trusting the youth in the right way and that's what the dutch do best the dutch academies like they're doing what they got to do the right way trusting the youth they do they also left a lot at home <laughs> they left sven botman at home Ooh. they left which i kind of feel aggrieved personally mm. uh that he was not there he he's just been so good since he joined newcastle Fudge. but they also left and you mentioned kenneth taylor who has been mm -hmm. lights out for afc ix he has been lights out now he was essentially the direct replacement for Ryan Gravenberch. Fuck. Ryan Gravenberch is not on this roster. Ooh. Ryan Gravenberch went to Bayern. Ooh. Kenneth Taylor stayed obviously at Ajax. Choices. And yeah, Choices. Van Gaal decided Kenneth Taylor has been better in form. Ooh. So that's a little bit interesting. You got to feel bad for Gravenberch because yeah. he did what he is supposed to do when it comes to career. Fuck. And uh, unfortunately, he paid for it. We're going to call that the Cucurella conundrum. Oh. But we'll get to that <laughs> at a later date. Uh, no, but yeah, right. 100% right. Netherlands on paper right here is, it. one, it's great to see them back in the World Cup. Fuck. Two, on paper, you look at this because it is a bunch of Ajax guys, Feyenoord guys, you know, whether they're active or they're, you know, mm -hmm. uh, beat next team yes. uh, up. Uh, PSV Eindhoven guys. The Eredivisie is just this wonderful bevy of talent. Guys with stories like Xavi Simmons, Fuck. who th was cast aside, thought as this wonder kid gone bust at PSG, and he has gone to PSV, and he has made himself indispensable, and he is going to be, as a 19-year-old, in that roster. But when it comes down to it, I have to ask you, mm. although we'll get to the predictions in a little bit, I guess, but I have to ask you, this is their first World Cup back. Mm -hmm. Could it be? because a lot of people are painting them as the exciting team to watch. Could this be a little too much pressure for the Dutch national team? I think the Dutch national team will go through in this yeah. in this group A, but I don't I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't, if they went second place. Okay. If they went second place. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Again, they have but I need a I need to correct myself too because like Depay, he's yeah. built different. Like Wijnaldum, that's what I got to say. No Wijnaldum yes. is the reason why they can go to the second place. Because if Wijnaldum was there, yeah. I would be saying first place more, much more confidently. And Frankie De Jong has to carry, has to carry. And maybe because of that Wijnaldum not being there, they yeah. needed a Kenneth Taylor that maybe has more in goal involvement going maybe, forwards. Mm. Yeah. No. No. He. I mean, he does. He plays for Ajax. So you know, <laughs> there's inevitably a lot of goal but involvements Gravenberg to be had. Too. But yeah, Gravenberg. He, he did play for Ajax. And yeah. He's a different player. I just feel like Kenneth doing in the final third, he has a bigger impact. Okay. But as an overall midfielder, 
Robin Birch is just yeah. What a talent. Uh, and Xavi Simmons, man, can Xavi Simmons be the best wonder kid in this World Cup? Yes. Yep. Will he be? Oh, man, I thought you were going to go bold with it. <laughs> I honestly don't know. I don't know if he's there for experience or if he's there. I, I mean, but my assumption is that he is not there just for an experience. Fuck. Okay, this is not an experiential treatment by Van Gaal. Should you don't play. call him up uh, unless you plan to use him. It's just whether or not he could start at cam. Recently, they've been, u- they've been using Cody Gakpo as mm. kind of a cam. In this scenario, right? Slide him to the wing. And you could slide him to the wing, but they've got good wingers, too, for the most part. No. Uh, what? I, yeah. I mean, they're, I, Netherlands I, I, Bergwijn. I'm going to say, man, Cody Gakpo, for me, 100% should be on the wing. Uh, we'll see. It's, That's if they play wings. That's if they play wings because they generally they play three center backs, I believe. That is true. So you've got Van Dyke, you've got Urien Timber, and you've got who would the third be? Who would Timber. The third be? Who Timber would the or, well, De Vries. De Vries, maybe? De Vries. Yeah. Um, so, so that defense, De Ligt, there it is. That's who I was looking for. De Ligt, De Vries. But De Vries, in his best, would have been there. He has not been his best this year. Timber has arrived. Like, Timber, Timber has, yeah. De Ligt, Virgil van Dijk. Like, I got to say, like, yeah. those three? Yeah. <laughs> What's the, the a trio? The, the biggest, and then Botman. And then Botman left out because that's just one of those crowded out type of things. But I think the biggest weakness uh, on this Dutch national team is actually their goalkeeper core. I agree. Um, Siliasen. They right. left. No, he's gone. Ah! Jesper Sillison is not there. And a lot of Whoa! that, I think, has to do with lack of playing time. So I believe it's Pasvier, Justin Bijlo, Bilo, and uh, the other guy I didn't really know. He plays in the Eredivisie. Noppert, I think is his name. Andres Noppert. Um, So when it comes down to it, Remco Pasphere, you got to respect the rise of Remco Pasphere. Martin Stecklenberg Mm. went down with injuries, and before you know it, oh, and what's his name that went to Brighton? uh, Kiel Sherpin. Mm. Went to Brighton. He just didn't get his chance, essentially. He didn't do that well when he did get his chance. Remco Pasvir at the tender age of whatever he is. He's up there. Let's just say that. He's Dang. old. He is going to lead the line uh, for the Oranja at this. So I'm looking at it, and I'm just. And then you look at Ecuador, you look at Senegal, and part of me says this Dutch team is not as strong as a lot of people are saying. And Senegal is stronger than ever. Winning the AFCON, okay, Sadio Mane. Might. Question mark with that. <laughs> but, but yes. But as a team, they're yeah. going bold. Yeah. And Netherlands, and even Qatar. I'm going to say this, mm. man. Qatar individuals in our best lineup. I'm, I don't have Qatar players. Yeah. But as a team, yeah. Qatar has a lot of potential. They play extremely well. You can say it, but it doesn't mean it's true. <laughs> I, no, listen. The, the, oh, I did get, nation. We did get to watch Qatar. They were a guest nation at the Gold Cup, and I, I probably referenced this multiple times before. But they do have some incredibly dangerous players. You're... Also, right, Almoez Ali, Akraf Afim, yes. uh, uh, Afif, I'm sorry, uh, Pedro Miguel. Uh, <laughs> you were going to say it. I had to make sure I got Pedro it in Miguel. there. But no, uh, they are, they're a cohesive unit. Uh, they can get broken apart, but they're really, really, really dangerous in the transition. So, all you can say with Qatar, mm-hmm. underestimate them at your own peril. True. Um, you need to go in there and Put a dagger in them right away because otherwise they will come back at you. Uh, they played us through 120 minutes in the semifinal. It was our B-minus team, B-plus okay. team, that ended up beating 
Mexico in the final. <laughs> uh, but but the Qataris, I mean, they really left a good impression on most people that were watching the Gold Cup at that time. And Ecuador too. That's oh. another underrated team. My like, favorite team. One whoa. of my favorite. Not not necessarily. In terms my, of Wonder Kids. In terms of Wonder Kids and and the personnel, uh, Hinkapi and Estupinan and uh, my favorites, Moises <laughs> Caicedo. I am not shy about this. I have a little man crush. He's gonna be one He's of so the best good. Wonder Kids in the World Cup. I think so too. One hundred. He's gonna gonna move too yeah gonna move too where'd you think he should go well, i know it's a bit off the united spot. has missed their shot <laughs> five million man five million is all you had to oh, do and and they decided not to oh my and they God. decided not to imagine. It, uh, imagine i'm rooting for any of these brighton guys that are at the world cup uh but next next stop i don't know i mean if manchester city's not looking i'd be surprised if chelsea any one of the large yeah chelsea any one of the large Potter. teams any one of the top five top six it'd be well, wait, Brighton's in the top six. The, Maybe you stay at Brighton. <laughs> the no. three midfielders that are for sure getting a move yeah. uh, until the summer, it's Enzo, yeah. Jude Bellingham, and Moises Caicedo. Absolutely. All wonder kids and all for sure are generational talents at midfield right now. Yeah. In the discussion. They have to be mentioned. Again, mm-hmm. what if they were English? What if they were English? Yeah, that's true. Everybody would be talking. Mount? Yeah. Like, Mount's not starting. Jude, no, Jude. No, Jude's English. Oh, my days. The Jude's other English. two. <laughs> um, the other two. The but, other he, two. but no, I mean, the point stands. <laughs> the, the point absolutely stands. Um, and really what it comes down to for me is, will he do it on the biggest stage? You know, Caicedo is going to have to carry a lot of weight for Ecuador. Um, and they weren't exactly. I mean, they were the surprise of the Conmebol South American World Cup qualifying. They were the surprise package for sure. They're younger. Uh, this is a team that you you can't help but root for. But they can um, end fourth. They can end fourth. They can. <laughs> they, 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 they can. I just don't think. They will? No, I don't think they will. I, it's like Qatar. I won't put Qatar fourth. No. I won't put Qatar fourth. I, yeah. but it's so hard. This group A is very hard. But before we say our predictions, South, South Africa yours. has entered the chat. Oh, true. Yeah, man. Ch- Ch- Chabalala. Yeah. Oh, man. Pienar. That, that first goal. Oh, I remember that first goal from 2010. Did. Also the most iconic FIFA of all time. We might see Akrama Fif scoring a mad banger, okay, in the first, goal, uh, first game against Ecuador. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. There will be scares, <laughs> and and he likely will be at the front of it. Yeah, he Bunch. will because they are fun to watch. I'm just telling you that right now. <laughs> Qatar, Ecuador, is going to be fun to watch. But what are your predictions so for this group with Group A? Yeah, we it, definitely agree that Netherlands is going to go through. We definitely agree Netherlands are going to go through. I'm not bold enough to mm. take them off out of the top seed. I thought I was. I thought I had courage. <laughs> I do not have courage because when all is said and done, this team has played like a team. Mm. And you are right. Memphis Depay is a different animal for the Dutch national team. Um, so I'm not betting against them. They also have a good coach. Mm-hmm. I know some people might dispute Van that. Gaal. But Van Gaal is Van Gaal. Okay, yeah. I mean, come on. The guy has done some things. Yeah. Um, so I still am going to put the Oranja at the top. Okay. Uh, I am going to change. I believe I had Ecuador in our previous, our early <laughs> days predictions. I am going to change this around. I'm going to say Senegal will go through in second. And then Ecuador third, Qatar fourth. Mm, okay, I'll go to with Netherlands first, Senegal second, Qatar third, and it, it hurts me to say because I love Moises Caicedo and Hinkapi, but I go fourth with Ecuador. But again, I really feel like he's going to impress against yeah. those other teams because Caicedo has the midfield to impress. Yeah, 
Well, maybe, maybe when you hear my best 11, mm. you'll change your mind. Oh. Because because piecemeal, some of these Ecuadorian players are pretty underrated, good and underrated. And, and the striker I'm thinking of, who I'm going to just plant the seed there, see if, you, see if you can come up with it by the end. I don't think people know he's going as bold as he has been this season. And I will wait. You're hyping up people at I, home. I like the video. Like the video. Like, I, I mean, I hope we got some Ecuadorian followers here. And I, here I am putting them in third. But I'm, I'm really, I, I really, am, I enjoy, I enjoy the way they play. So we'll see. Love it. We'll Love see. It. So yes, let's get to the yeah. best lineups of Group A. So. At goal, I think we both have Edward Mendy. <laughs> we do have Edward Mendy. I, I honestly do believe, though, that Remco Pasvir, uh could wind up being the guy. And it's funny what? because I, I, I do. I do. It, Remco Pasvir, if, if the Netherlands are going to go through in first, I think they are going to need a solid goalkeeper, goalkeeper. And Remco Pasvir has come from no name to some name. But he's got Virgil last... van Dijk, the leaked in timber. Yeah. <laughs> He does. <laughs> it's like it's like it's taking a lot of credit off these three center backs. <laughs> isn't that, isn't that the name of a good goalkeeper? True, he you has know? to command the three. It's yeah. true. It's true. I'm but. just I'm just saying, Remco Pasvier, even though he's old, uh, he is a guy that's only going to go to one World Cup, and I think he wants to make it his own. So and we'll the see. Dutch were used to Vandersar back in the day too. True. So highest expectations. True, <laughs> but I do have Edward Mendy as uh. best eleven. So. Uh, let's, let's not, you know, get too crazy here. I just wanted to name drop <laughs> Pasvir. So my best 11 has Edward Mendy mm. at the left is Stupanyan, then Kolebali with Virgil van Dijk mm. and then Dumfries at that right back. Then I'm playing in a 4-3-3 with Idris Yagey mm-hmm. and that CDM role Ooh. which Virgil, with Virgil van Dijk and Moises Caicedo. Whoa. Dominate the midfield type thing. And okay. the three up front, yeah. Sadio Mane. Depay and Cody Gakpo. So just so I get it, Bet. Edward Mendy, Estupin and Virgil van Dijk. And Kolebali with Dumfries at the right. Idrissa Gay, Moises Caicedo and Virgil, uh, Frankie de Jong with the three up front with Sadio Mane, Depay and Cody Gakpo. That's I mean, my front three. I, I like most of it. <laughs> I like most of it, I should say. In terms um, of goal involvements, I cannot not put Cody yeah, Gakpo, well, man. More, yeah. more goal involvements than Erling Haaland. It's, it's, uh, he's, got, he's up to 30. What? He's up to 30 this 30? 30. 30. Ga- and I know everyone's going to say, oh, it's the year to it's disease. Overrated. I don't know. No. He's been doing it in Europe, too. <laughs> Cody Gakpo uh, deserves a big move, and he'll get one. Against Arsenal, we saw it. Yeah. Xavi Simmons yeah, he's and good. Gakpo yeah. proved. It's, it's actually hard to believe that it's, I guess, taken this long for Gakpo. I mean, he's, at 23, he's that upper echelon of, or that upper range of wonder kid. Van Roy. But, yeah. Van Roy. He, yeah. he did what he had to do. Right choices. And Xavi Simmons, too. They also <laughs> sent Ajax back in the other I'd, day. So they're... I'd love to put Xavi Simmons and Frank Pong in this best 11, man. I, know, I wouldn't tough. be surprised if at the end of the World Cup they have to be. It, it, it could be. It could be. Have a role. And, and Frimpong is one especially, I think he's the only up to this point. Since Xabi Alonso has taken over, they've been much better. Mm-hmm. But previous to that, Jeremy Frimpong was one of the only, 
only good things about Bayer, Bayer Leverkusen um, to look. start that year. And, they have a look. Yeah, and so we'll see. Holzek, Diaby, they, and they do. Kong. They have this wonderful. It's like <laughs> it's like getting that you know FM Wirtz. roster where you buy all the wonder kids Wirtz. and you expect them to do some things. They need Virts back so so bad, uh, but you expect them to do it, and then you're like, oh, this doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, but listen, okay, here's my best eleven. Um, let me make sure that I don't stumble. Uh, all right, best eleven for Group A. We've got. Edward Mendy at goal. Uh, we've got at left back. Here's here's my difference with mm. you. Okay, I've got Ismail Jacobs. Okay, okay. German international previously, mm. and has now he has now converted, if you will, or has now changed nationalities to Senegal. Okay. Uh, and if anyone's seen him for AS Monaco, uh, he doesn't play insanely often, but when he play, plays, he's bright. Uh, he's left wing back material. He can play left wing. Um, so who knows? He might, if Sadio Mane's out, he might take his spot. Okay. But if not, they're going to fit him in on the left side. And he's looked pretty good, pretty bright for Senegal. So I just, there was a backstory there. Mm. Uh, I don't know if it's Ismail or Ismail. I don't know. (laughs) But Ismail Jacobs is one to watch at left back. So, goalkeeper Mendy, left back Ismail Jacobs. Center backs, I'm with you. Koulibaly, Van Dyke. Right back, Van Gaal's going to start Dumfries. Um, I want to see Frimpong by the end of this. I'm with you there because he's the brighter, more entertaining of the two. But we do remember there was a time that Denzel Dumfries was an in, insanely entertaining player. Fuck. And a lot of that had to do with him being in an Aranha shirt. So we will see mm-hmm. uh, my midfield, Frankie Dion, Moises Caicedo. And then I'm going to go with what the Dutch have been doing. Gakpo has been playing at kind of a reserve striker role. Cam okay. kind of 10 role. Uh, and then my front three, you ready for this? Mm. I'm going to say Sadio Mane until somebody says that he cannot play. I'm going to say Sadio Mane. Third fixture. They're yeah. trying. Okay. Well, he's going to go bold in that third <laughs> fixture. Uh, here's where um, this, is get, this gets interesting. Ooh. My top, okay, my striker is Enter Valencia. Oh. Enter Valencia. What? I believe he's up to 33, 34 right now. Yeah. Uh, ahead of Depay. Okay, Enter Valencia. If Ecuador goes bold here, it's because Enter Valencia. Depay is the better striker. He's going to be the top goal scorer of the of, of, of I'm of just the saying, Netherlands. watch Enter Valencia. Okay. Older, man. He's older. He's got, you ready for this? For Fenerbahce, he's got 16 goal involvements in 11 Super League matches. It's his last hurrah. He's, you know, a former West Ham flub, and we know how all these West Ham flubs tend to go on to different clubs and do really, really well. (laughs) Sebastian Haller is who I'm thinking of. Um, So, really, what it comes down to is... Enter Valencia has every reason to have himself a World's Cup. He also has some really, really so interesting bold, fullbacks, um, some people that can get it into him. So whether or not Ecuador matures at this World's Cup um, and supplies him, that's a different question, but he is capable of making some magic. You're 100% right, though. Memphis Depay <laughs> is the better striker. Right wing, I'm going to go with Ismail Assar. Okay. Okay. Who did you pick at right wing? Uh, Mane and then Gakpo. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, Ismail Assar. Ismail Assar for Senegal is a different animal. <laughs> okay. Ismail Assar, he is, he is one of the reasons why they qualified, beating Egypt. He is, another, he is one of the reasons why they won the AFCON. Okay. okay, it wasn't just Sadio Mane. Go back, you look at the tapes. It was Ismail Assar. Um, he's been absolutely instrumental. So while Ismail Assar might play for Watford, still in the championship, um, this is the World Cup. Nobody cares. Nobody cares who you play for, okay, because you play for your country. And Ismail Assar will make sure 
especially if he needs to carry some of the load because Sadio Mane is not in until that third fixture, uh, he's going to have to go bold for this. So I have a lot of Senegalese players, which when I when I did that, I came back and I'm like, I think they're going to get second. And they're AFCON winners. They're AFCON they winners. And that's the player, Ismail Sarr, that yeah. destroyed Liverpool, okay? That mm, game, okay? I that loss that. of Liverpool at Anfield in the Prem, yeah. no one can forget. And Virgil van Dijk will for sure not forget. So Senegal yeah. against Netherlands will be very interesting to see with that dynamic. Now, I have one other wild card because everyone, everyone has been talking about the Ghanaian ability to bring in new players, mm. right? Or you could say, bring in players they always should have brought in. I don't know how people stand on this. If you have any family from Ghana, you should play for Ghana. Well, Senegal has been doing the same thing. Senegal brought in a player that is completely uncapped. Mm. He has not played one game for them. Okay? It is Nicholas Jackson. <laughs> Nicholas Jackson plays for Villarreal. Okay. Plays for Villarreal. He's got a bunch of, not a bunch, but he's got some goals in La Liga. Mm -hmm. Okay? For Villarreal, which is not a bad team. I don't know. Post Unai Emery, they're pretty bad. Pre- <laughs> Obviously, with Unai Emery, they were very good, and he was still a kind of a fixture there. Um, but I have to shout him out because I think they brought him in. He can play on the left. He can play up top. I think sure. they brought him in. If Sadio Mane can't go, I think uh, he took this because he realizes this is his shot at a World's Cup, and he has every ability to be that unknown quantity for Senegal. Unknown quantity. So I think you need to watch, listen for the name Nicholas Jackson because he might wind up in that post-group stage best 11 for Group A at least. Ooh, I um, love that show. Yeah, Great I show. Yeah. Underrated, man. Yeah. Underrated. You're going bold with these shouts. <laughs> like, Ener Valencia? What is George Zouz doing with him at Vener I don't know. But it, it also landed Arta Guler, his first call-up. He's now the youngest to be called up for Turkey ever. What? Ever. And how many goals in Valencia? Uh, I, it is. Oh, 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 oh. Where'd it how go? many goals? Oh, God. Oh, this man here it comes. Cannot... 16 goal involvements in 11 Super League matches. What? Um, so he's he's ready to go. He I does mean, this. he's primed. George Zouz does this, man. What a manager. Sometimes in certain given scenarios. But people, tell us down below your predictions down below for Group A and tell us your best lineup, okay? We want to see some tactics. Do your own formation too. Doesn't yeah. need to be a 4-3-3. No. Go bold. And yes, thank you, community, for listening. Until now, Group right. B best lineup and predictions of the group, okay? Because like we're it. closer than ever to this World Cup. And please, community, comment down below which video do you want to see tomorrow, the next day, before the World Cup community. Yep. But yes, Group B predictions time. So, what is your main prediction as it seems for Group B? <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Um, I think it's going to be a toss-up. I think it's going to be like that time when the U.S. topped a group um, very narrowly. Um, and Top a England, group? I don't think – I'm not saying they're going to. I'm just saying it's going to be extra close. It's going to come down to goal difference in a lot of places. <laughs> But I am going to say, in the end, I'm going to go the boring route. I'm going to say England 1, mm. the USA 2. No Wales! No Wales! Iran 3, Wales 4. Wales 4th? Yep. Wales 4th! I don't like Gareth Bale. First time, first time in 64 years yeah. that Wales goes to the World Cup, yeah. and they go 4th. 
Yeah, oh, yeah. God. You know, and when you say that, it's it's hard to think that they're going to waste it because what are they? The, the dragons, the whatever. I mean, they they do know how to put on a show at a big tournament. They did at the Euros. They, they beat Ukraine um, in the playoffs. And they yeah, so they cut they come up big. Uh, that's why I'm saying. I mean, it is it's a t- it's an absolute toss up, but. Wales doesn't show dominance. Iran does not show dominance. The U.S. does not show dominance. And England, as of late, <laughs> does not show dominance. So the Group B is Group B is insane. True, um, true. Even though, on paper, England has the better players. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Yeah. And I even thought you were going to say something else. No, I, thought, no, no. I thought you just cursed at me. <laughs> fuck. And, and I got to say, too, England on paper has got the best. Yeah. And the second on paper is the U.S., in my uh, opinion. Yeah. Like, in terms general, okay, mm. not counting Bale at Wales. But the rest, I think you guys have a really stacked midfield compared to the others. We do. Musa, McKenney, Giorena, Pulisic, not Pulisic, uh, Brendan Aronson. Yeah. Pulisic can be considered can be yeah, if he's yeah. at that 10 role. Yeah. But um, I agree with you. Yeah. England tops the group, in my opinion. I'm going to say, look, I, I, I edge... I'm gonna edge with U.S. now. Okay. But I, I wouldn't be, sub- I won't be surprised if Bale just goes crazy in this yeah. World Cup, and Bale is one of the icons of the World Cup in Qatar. Yeah. Like well, it wouldn't be shocking. I don't know. I just think he, uh, he met his life's purpose when he broke my heart beating the Philadelphia <laughs> Union in MLS Cup. I think he says, you know what? That is the largest event in my entire life. I don't need to go to the World Cup and play really well anymore. Okay, oh, I'm going off on a tangent oh. here. But I, I am with you, yes. Gareth Bale, this is primed for Gareth Bale territory. And there are a lot of pretty good upstart players. You know, Harry Wilson, there's Aaron Ramsey can still do a trick. True. Uh, there are still a lot of good players on this, on this Wales team. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's going to be fun. But I, this, is one of those, this is one of those groups mm-hmm. that honestly could be turned on its head. Um, because, you know, one top one, – one draw – is literally all it takes to change the whole fabric of Group B, and and I think that will happen, and I think you're in agreement that that will happen, that Mm -hmm. there will be some shock uh, results here. Um, But Mm. it is not – if you take all the groups, (laughs) take all the groups, this is the one with the lowest ranking, lowest average ranking. Is it? It is. Now, I I don't know if that was pre – the most recent FIFA rankings. Okay. But it is the, the pre, or I'm sorry, that is current back to the last rankings that I looked at. <laughs> I believe it was an average 20th or average 19th. And I know the U.S. is like 14th. Uh, Wales is maybe a little bit further behind. And England's pretty high. So average, if you average out all four, Iran's mm-hmm. pretty high too. Uh, it is right around 20. So it, this is a tough group. It is a tough group. And yeah. I like how you're mentioning Iran because Iran deserves a lot of credit. Karsh Kiroj is back. Okay, yep. He was called back from 2018. We saw how defensive he played Okay, in that World Cup. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if Iran got a nil-nil result or someone couldn't score one goal in a game against Iran in this World Cup. Okay, hmm. Zero goals in a game. I'm not saying who. Okay, England can even butcher it. We never know. Yep. But I know you're happy about the selection of England before we get to yes. the, the final best line of predictions and <laughs> all sorts of things. What happened, man? No Tomori. No Tomori is disrespectful. Best center back in Serie A. Yeah. How can that happen? I mean, you went from saying that we were happy, which we were happy with the James Madison. 
Happy with James Fox. Madison. We agree that he Fox. should be there. But yes, no, I was going to then turn that on its head and say, but we're also I'm mad <laughs> because Fakayo Tomori should absolutely be there. Uh, whether it's for Connor Cody, whether it's for, I know a lot of people think for Harry Maguire. He's never dropping Harry Maguire. I'm Fox. sorry. It's not, he's not leaving the field. Uh, okay. He might leave the field, but he's not leaving the, um, the 18 roster. or the, the match day roster. But um, James Madison is a win. Because that is straight form. That is all form. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, vice versa, you can say that's also how James Ward-Prowse played his way off the team. Because Ward-Prowse, all he had to do was hit maybe, I don't know, <laughs> two free kicks for Southampton. And Southampton <laughs> had to avoid some big defeats recently. Fuck. And JWP probably was going to be on the squad. Um, but when it comes down to it, I think it's a pretty fair roster drop. Mm. I, I think... I. I I don't know. In I terms mean, of striker, like no Ivan Tony, I disagree well, here. But I like that. Okay. Oh right, that's the one. I yes. go, I go Ivan yeah. Tony, and I gonna give credit with credits to Callum Wilson. Okay, mm-hmm. great shouts. But I gonna give credit to Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe managed to do like Callum Wilson looks so good in the recent weeks with Newcastle that it just was like, yeah, he's got to go to the World Cup yeah. and. I, I Although love, that didn't work Tony. with didn't work with Joe Linton and uh, and uh, Brazil <laughs> as if he ever had a well, chance. But well, Bruno Guimarães is there. Bruno Guimarães is there. Newcastle has a bit of bit of a, a bit but, of a player there. But just imagine Ivan Tony elsewhere, um, maybe under Eddie Howe. I, who knows? But, but Nick Pope's I, there. Nick Pope is there um, and deserves to be there. Dan Byrne from Newcastle did not make it, but mm-hmm. I, I do. I just think, yeah, Callum Wilson. Um, Ivan Tony can do a lot of the same stuff Callum Wilson can do, but Callum Wilson is just scalding hot right now. But I've got problems when I see Southgate saying, I won't pick players based on reputation. Mm. Like, how can you say that when you have Maguire, when you have uh, Luke Shaw, yeah. when you have Calvin Phillips that only played 53 minutes this season? Eric Dyer, maybe. No, Dyer, he's playing. I think he's playing well. You think this he's playing season. well? Okay. Better. Phillips not even playing. They lost to Nordham and Forest. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, it's just insane, like how he says that. Yeah, Calvin Phillips is a is a is a weird one for me, especially when I I believe there are choices they could. Yeah, there, there definitely is. But and there's another two. Like I just want to give shout out to Jude Bellingham. Mm. Jude Bellingham, that is the only player in this English squad that yeah. plays outside of the Premier League. Jude Bellingham at 19 is the only player outside of the Prem. It's pretty baffling. (laughs) What is this, the Italian squad? I mean, that's what it used to be back in the day, right? You look at Italy. I mean, Serie A has always been Very proud. Very proud. um, Yeah, that's pretty. It's crazy, man. Jude, at 19, too. You'd expect being an older player. No, it's the 19-year-old. Listen, I I know Sancho is sitting on a uh, pile of cash. Oh, but uh, he was not missing England squads when he was playing for Borussia Dortmund. Exactly, exactly. And Sancho must be thinking, is United, was United the best decision? But then on the flip side, Fakayo Tomori wins a f- flipping Scudetto with AC Milan and oh. is on track to potentially at least, you know, take try and take Napoli down for another one. And he can't even get a sniff. And you even have Mark Gahey, too. Mark yeah. Gay, you can say, like, he's better than Maguire, too, this season. Yeah. It's not like a – it's not even a jab. I really think, like, Maguire's been so poor in form, people. Yeah. And everyone, tell us down below if you agree with us that Maguire is just based on reputation. And, and for everyone that needs to understand this, he was first. 
First with a Harry Maguire hate, okay? It's not hate. It's not hate. It is, it is pure validated criticism that I was late to. Um, I have since – I'm unbridled in, in my annoyance um, with Harry ago. Maguire. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what it is. But on, on the flip side, I do want to say just so the, f- the previous reference to Callum Wilson does not just go f- – <laughs> uh, I was saying in the last was it the last you, podcast yes, did I say. did say that Callum Wilson deserved a shout at least and then you brought up the good point that he probably is going to put him against Ivan Tony well and we Tammy. saw who won today and no. Tammy and, and t- oh and Tammy's and gone. Tammy yeah. Abraham too that's that <laughs> but, was the shocking but we've all been waiting for Tammy to heat up <laughs> and last season at this time he had started to heat up already and that Fuck. this is the downside this is the downside to having a winter. Uh, a winter Cup? tournament because if it takes you a time i mean harry kane might have not gone if this was the middle of last year fucked okay ah, uh, no, you he probably would have gone, gone. <laughs> but, but i'm just saying you know harry kane you would have actually had maybe a small little question mark around him because he had only what mm. he didn't start scoring until october last year true and then he scored 20 plus you know brilliant goals but when it comes down to it um just, th- this I- is a weird time to have a world cup um for injury purposes, as we see, uh, but also for this form purpose, because if you're not in form, it's, you're not going. If you're not in the right place at the wrong time at this stage, yeah. you're going to suffer, suffer. But yes, you yeah. click for the best lineup of Group B, and we, I, I've got some questionable choices, I'd say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely <laughs> so, questionable. But with Group B with England, Iran, Wales, and USA, best lineup. Look, yeah. I'm going to start Pickford and goal. Okay, complete like he—he's the man. Ramsdale is playing better. I agree with that. But Pickford for England is breed different. Yeah. So, uh, like, I'm reading this a little bit differently in that <laughs> not best eleven as in this is the best player. This is best eleven for me of who is likely to go the boldest. Okay. In the group stage. Okay. okay. So that is why, and and some bias is going to come across here. I wanted to <laughs> almost put. The Iranian goalkeeper, who I can't remember the name of, unfortunately, right now. But when I thought about it, Matt Turner is not going to let – he is not going to let this pass him, okay? Ooh. Matt Turner is here for a reason. If you've read the Matt Turner story, um, it is all sorts of good and what he's done for the Revs and to land on the radar of Arsenal, um, that is a big deal. Yes, he is the backup. I understand this. But Matt Turner is ready to show what he can do here, and he's got nobody standing in his way. Um, so I am gonna I'm gonna pick Matt Turner. While I do understand that right now Jordan Pickford or even Aaron Ramsdale, <laughs> who's in front of him, <laughs> yes. is the better goalkeeper. So I'm gonna go with that because I think he's gonna have to do wonders for the U.S. because that defense is weak. Matt Turner to go bold. You heard it here first at FC Wonder, good <laughs> man. So left back, uh, Luke Shaw. I, it is my is my choice, yeah, Luke Shaw. Okay, based on reputation. Okay, and that no. And to be fair, he's playing yeah. well the, these last games for United. Yeah, few. You can see like competition with Malasia has improved his form at United and Eric Ten Hag. He's doing things as he's got to do. I think it's yeah. going well. I think it was the right call. Yeah, well, I'd I'd and agree. No ben yeah, no Ben Chilwell, who I think would be starting based on his form. I agree. But then again, I mean, Chelsea's – what are they? Three losses in a row since Chilwell went down, or is that two – one injured while – whatever. I'd, yeah. My left back, though, <laughs> we're going to show bias again, I guess. No, Jedi Robinson. What? Jedi Robinson at left back. Mm. Jedi Robinson at left back. He's the one that's got Fulham 
along with Tim Ream, along with that back line That's there. Bold. He's the one um, I think you're going to see him bombing forward a whole lot. Maybe bombing forward a little more than Luke Shaw is going to be bombing <laughs> forward. Um, but it really is going to come down to whether or not he can actually play defense okay. uh, when the time comes, and, and I think he's going to have to. So I think he's going to have a bold tournament. So I'm going to say Jedi Robinson, and I, I don't That's think I have many Americans <laughs> left after this, I promise. But we'll oh, see. Oh, we'll see. I'm, I'm, you're cooking here with the Americans. <laughs> I'm going to say center back, so Joe Roden and Stones. <laughs> I think Joe Roden will be key for Wales in this World Cup if they're going to surprise. And I'm not going to pick Maguire, definitely. That's, <laughs> that's, that's fucked. You're never going to pick Maguire, man. And Stones, Stones is, is elite. But Stones has improved a lot. I mean, there was something that caught Spurs' eye uh, back in the day when they bought him and then, you know, cast him aside again. But Joe Roden has had good games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he yeah, has. yeah. And, and he has been big. I, I know... I forget which game it was, but I'm pretty sure there was a game where he put up like 17 or 18 clearances. Oh, it no. might have even been the playoff final. I don't remember. Uh, and that might have also been a lie. <laughs> but my center back, I'm going to put stones. Okay. I'm going to put stones. And I am going to hope uh, – there's, there's two hopes here. <laughs> and either one would make it in there. But I'm going to put stones and I'm going to put Kyle Walker. Okay. Okay, I'm going to put Kyle Walker. I hope he's healthy enough to play. If he's not healthy enough to play, I hope it's Ben White that actually gets that start. Mm, ahead of um, McGuire. Ahead of, ahead of McGuire. <laughs> he's going to start, though. It's he like, is going to start. Oh. Um, so anyone that's coming here for actual starting 11s? <laughs> probably well, not. Maybe, maybe by the end of the tournament, people will be saying, Ben White should have started. Yeah, maybe. And that's a, that's a win. But Ben White could even see some time at right back. Uh, you know, like, uh, Trippy is there. I get it. Connor uh, Cody, too, there. Connor, uh, like, Connor Cody. Cody I, lo I love the man. He's on yeah, loan, he okay, should. from Wolves to Everton. But a man on loan is even, even ahead of Tomori. I can't – like, even Marquet, I'm going to say it again. Those two, yeah. I would pick ahead of Ma Connor Cody. But the one thing, the one saving grace with, for Cody is that uh, if Cody wasn't there, if Tarkowski wasn't there – Everton would not be where they are in the table I agree. right now. I agree. Um, that they, is fun. So they are they are just a like a clearance gobbling machine back there. I, they will throw their body at anything, and you do need somebody on the roster that'll do that. I'm of the uh, you know opinion that Tamori can do that as well, but Connor Cody will sacrifice his body for anything. It's true. Um, that is true. So to have that type of kind of rough and tumble player is is maybe good, and maybe Southgate's got the right idea, although. Inexpensive Tamori, I still wrestle mm. with it. Okay, and then right back. Mm. Who'd you have? Okay. Who's your right back? Okay. <laughs> no, it's 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 the most informed right back at, at the moment. It's Kieran Trippier. Ah, yeah. same, same. Uh absolutely. I think he could be huge, huge, huge for them. He's done it in the past. Um, and he's just like he's been huge, huge, huge for Newcastle. So that's it. I can I'm play it left back. And you can play it left back. So Luke Shaw competition right there. I agree with you. Trippier is my choice too. Easy. So a lot of English players on my end, I'll be honest. But who would you pick different community? While we're <laughs> saying our picks, put in the comments section, who would you pick that's different from you, us? You did mention Nico Williams at one point. I did mention him, but then uh, I said, yeah, I'm just going to. It's that Nottingham Forest. It's like the inconsistency of being able to kind of get things off the ground. Nico Williams has every ability to do some good stuff for that. I but. agree. I agree. But it's just, yeah, maybe it's way too bold right now to say Nico Williams. <laughs> Still young. We'll see. So here with the midfield, I play in a 4-2-3-1. Okay. 
And uh, in midfield, I was I'm I got Rice and Jude Bellingham. Mm. I think these two should start for for England. Uh, and yeah, I feel like Jude Bellingham is gonna come to this World Cup saying, "Gavi, Gavi won the Golden Boy. What about me? I'm gonna get the big move this summer." So Jude Bellingham, I think, is gonna go crazy, and he will be dictating that midfield in the World Cup for England. I yeah. believe in that. Uh, I I did. What what would it be? Everyone believes that right now, including myself. Mm-hmm. What would the world be like if Jude Bellingham has an absolutely stinker of a first World Cup? First off, he's young enough to bounce Look, back. Exactly. But like, can we just explore this potential option where he doesn't play as dominating as he as he does? I can't see a world where that actually happens right now, considering how good. And how he has literally turned into the leader for a Bo Russia Dortmund team mm-hmm. that is schizophrenic but phenomenal. Um, so uh, you got Rice, you got Bellingham. Yes. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna add two in there because I got a diamond going here. I'm playing a four-four-two, people. Okay. All right, and uh, in this this four-man diamond, uh, I've got at the bottom Tyler Adams. Okay. Okay, I think we mentioned it in the U.S. preview. I think Tyler Adams has to be one of the most important players uh, for the U.S. men's national team if they want to get out of the group, mm-hmm. if they want to get out of the round of 16. Um, ben, I'm going to have in center mid. Yes. Tandem, Rice and Bellingham. Okay. okay. But then at the top of it, at the top of the diamond, I'm going to Christian. Ah! Christian Pulisic. <laughs> uh, I, I, have, I have a lot of U.S. players here, um, mainly because I just feel there's a little pent-up insanity that's about to come out of them because we've been we've been talking them down for so long after how hard it was for qualifying how (laughs) they couldn't scrape a win how they got beat by costa rica and costa rica on the last day so soundly i just think that they're ready to pop off and i really really hope i'm right some of that is countrymen speaking uh but another part of me a hundred percent believes it because christian pulisic can turn up when he needs to. Tyler Adams is turning up when he needs to. Jedi Robinson has had some phenomenal games so far. So oh. I I don't think I'm out of the realm of over-Americanism here. Um, <laughs> I'm definitely, yeah, I'm, I'm forgetting some Welsh players and forgetting some Iran, uh, Iranian players. Uh, but we saved for the best for last. But I, I, I said Rice and Jude, but yeah. I think, like, at the end of the tournament, Tyler Adams or Joe Allen. We can't forget Joe Allen Mr. in this conversation, okay? And I put Pulisic, too, in that central. Okay. Because I feel like he will be the one making those decisions, decisions going forwards. And Ramsey. Let's not forget Aaron Ramsey. We could see him going well, too, in this world. Can't be Cup. all Gareth Bale, right? <laughs> uh, oh, well, Joe Allen is the elder statesman of that Welsh team, and he, he can he can get – how old is he now? He's not uh, that old. 35, 35 I, 34, 35. feels like he's it's, been in the game it's forever. The last. <laughs> Facts. And the change of haircut, too, I remember. Like, oh, my. He, like, he was iconic with that, with that long hair, Joe yeah. Allen. Like, that was such a good Euros yeah, from yeah. Wales. Well – now they've got a chance. What did you say, 64 years? Uh, 64 years since six, Wales has yes. been in the World Cup. You might have already said that, but that is ridiculous. Uh, I, It's been eight years since the U.S. national <laughs> team was in it, and we are Higher standards. We got higher standards. Well, well, you know what I'd like to see on Twitter? The release happened. Yes. Everybody got angry about it, for the most part. And then everyone, for some reason, uniformly agreed, wait, we're in the World Cup. Why don't we just back our players instead of just, you know, 
overanalyze into exactly. it. And that's probably what we should do. It's probably what every team should do. You're in the World Cup. It's starting soon. But We're still no Pepe. But still no Pepe. But still no Pepe. <laughs> just want to say that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I we're gonna invite Ricardo Peppy. Oh, I think come here. you heard out. it, Peppy, Peppy, come on, man. That He's probably so got better awesome. things to do. <laughs> He's probably got a lot better things to do. But uh, oh, but but now strike force. You, you have a different. You have four four two. I'd say I got with those four, four, four midfielders. Two. Yeah, I'd say my three up front. So I got Saka, mm -hmm. I got Kane, mm. and I got Bale. <laughs> I got Saka, Kane, and Bale. That's the that, that's the front three. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. I got to put Bale. I got to put Bale. It is Bale. just amazing to me how Gareth Bale has worked his way into lore, <laughs> right? He is he is infallible when it comes to playing for Wales. Killing it at um, LAFC and now at uh, Wales. Killing it. He had he had five we had one job to make sure he did not jump for that head ball. <laughs> one job. Anyway, um okay, my strike force is two. Ooh. Um and I will go with Harry Kane because I think he um He's going to follow up his last World Cup mm -hmm. with uh, another good World Cup, because ah. why not? Um, <laughs> but I do have to shout out Mehdi Tarami. Um, Mehdi Tarami is just on a tear again this year. I don't care that people, for some reason, people like to paint him as a dive artist. Um, you know, is. he might like theatrics every now and again, but who doesn't? De Bruyne did it, right? Yeah, I mean, De Bruyne <laughs> definitely did it. Jedi Robinson knows that firsthand. Ooh. I mean, he was the one, I believe, that hit him, right? He was the uh, one that touched his toe, yes. and he went down as if his, I don't know, head fell off. I honestly believe Mehdi Taremi, um, if there's going to be goals coming from Iran, it's going to be, obviously, from Mehdi Taremi, and that's not a bold statement. Or Asmun. Uh, it could be from Sardar Osmond, but I haven't seen it with Leverkusen just yet. I agree. Um, but that doesn't mean he can't do it with Iran. Uh, Ron is going to be, I think it's more transition play mm -hmm. instead of build-up. So, um, they're strong defense, and uh, I do think that there are some other names we'll remember from Iran, even if we don't know them right now, mm -hmm. uh, when all is said and done. Um, but it's so close. It's so close. So, I'm just going to say my best yeah. Group B lineup has Pickford, Luke Shaw, mm. Joe Roden, Stones, and at the right, Trippier. And then this is my midfield with Rice, Jude, Pulisic and my three forwards, Saka, Kane, and Gareth Bale. <laughs> I love the Saka shout too, because he he is going to be important for them. Going to be uh, bold. I yeah. Him All hardest. right, my best eleven for Group B. We're going to go Pickford. No, <laughs> oh, Matt Turner. Ah, Matt Turner. <laughs> Did I change my mind? No. No. Matt Turner. We've got a goalkeeper. We've got it at the right. Kieran Trippier. Mm -hmm. We've got Stones and Walker in central defense. We've got Jedi Robinson on the left. In the midfield, we've got Adams at DM and Rice and Bellingham in in the uh, midfield. Pulisic at Cam, and then we've got Taremi and Kane up front. Uh, I think my team could beat your team. Uh, <laughs> do you reckon? I don't know. Well, you have like 90% England. It's true. It's you do, true. And you got Gareth Bale. It's true. I but let me ask like, you this. Between yeah. Foden, Mount, and Saka, who do you think? No. Foden, Mount, and Connor Gallagher, who do you think will be more important? Midfielders. Connor Gallagher. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, give a shout out Connor Gallagher. You know me, selected. I am I am the biggest fan of Connor Gallagher's development, but I don't think he deserves to be on this team. <laughs> Ooh, you would you pick JWP ahead? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> uh, I probably should have thought of who I would have put ahead that's, before that's before <laughs> I did that, um, because they they do look relatively devoid of midfielders when you look at it, you know. That's true. Um, and they've also got Calvin Phillips, who's played all of like ten minutes in the last I don't know hundred days or mm -hmm. three hundred days. Um, 
Jared Bowen. So, so who was it? Who you was it though? That you Jared were the Bowen. three you gave me. Phil Foden. Uh, I canceled Foden, Gallagher. Mount and Gallagher. Mount. Mm. I mean, I'm gonna have to say Phil Foden because he's got that it factor. Um, you know, I think he he's gonna turn up, maybe do mm. something big. But I I don't know. I'm a big fan of Bukayo Saka in this, and I know oh. he wasn't named, but I honestly believe I agree with you that he's gonna be huge. The same way I think Gio Reyna could wind up on this with a, a few, you know, masterful show. You got to remember he shows out for Dortmund, the same team that Bellingham shows out for, except Reyna is coming back from injury. Mm -hmm. But the World Cup doesn't care about your injuries, <laughs> right? Um, the World Cup is the World Cup, and it's all about the moments. Uh, you know, when England failed to get out of the group, we only won our group back in the day when Timmy Howard threw it out and Landon Donovan knocked home a rebound in the last seconds versus Algeria. It doesn't matter how you get into the round of 16. You just got to get into the round of 16. Fox. And then every game is life. So um, I don't know. I mean, England should win this group. And but the top goal scorer, would you say Kane between Kane and Bale? Not Bale. <laughs> no, I don't, I, don't, I don't think Wales is going to be putting up that many numbers. Sheesh. So I would, I would have to say Kane. I just don't know who, who England runs it up against, and I'm, I'm hoping it's not the U.S. Oh, and if I there's a goal scorer, it'd be Pulisic in your team. Well, I, FIFA simulation does not lie. <laughs> so five goals for, for, for Pulisic. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, one of our strikers that we've everybody's been deadpanning, everybody's been saying negative things about, I think one of them could do some good things. Jesus Ferreira hasn't figured out how to finish much yet mm -hmm. in big, big, big games. Um, but that doesn't mean he can't do it. He's certainly talented enough. He's 21 years old, and but, he has scored a lot. But, but still no Pepe. Different stage, but still no Pepe. <laughs> We've got to talk about Lionel Messi and his uh, quest for his World Cup. Is it going to uh, happen? Do you think it's going to happen? Come on, Ronaldo. Make it happen for me. <laughs> I mean, he's been Messi's been straightforward, as True. has some other superstars. Uh, but this is... Leo's last go at it. It's the last. And the form he sits at PSG makes me think that it's the do or die, okay, to get that World Cup. And I think the whole Argentina national team will back, will 100% back Lionel Messi, okay? Yeah. And the team's built around him, so. It is. It's a uh, new team, though. It's a new team. It's a deep team. Mm -hmm. But this Argentinian national team, uh, I believe there's only seven remaining from the 2018 Ooh. World Cup. So these are new guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, Julian Alvarez has just come on. You've got uh, Lautaro Martinez is doing really well for and Inter. Enzo, Enzo Fernandez is doing really well. Uh, Cuti Romero. I mean, you, there's, there's a laundry list of, uh, yes. of players in there, but there is more depth in this Argentine team that I think most people that think they're going to make a run for it, that's what they're pointing to, mm -hmm. uh, to say, this is why, this is why. It's not just messy. It's not just messy. And... We'll see, but there are other teams in this group we should probably talk about, yes. right? Okay. Poland and Mexi Mexico mm -hmm. and Saudi Arabia. Be before we get to our predictions, yeah. tell us yours in the comments section, okay? A best lineup of Group C and who's going to go through in your opinion. Tell yes. us in the comments section. And don't forget to like this video for more World Cup content. Mm -hmm. But So let's get to it, the predictions of what you think is going to happen in this group. <laughs> oh, once again, I, I mean, I, I the more I look at this, okay, Mexico has not been great as of late. Saudi Arabia mm, eh. has not been great as of late. Poland has not been great of, as, as late. They need to. And obviously they have a guy. 
Just like we said with Messi, yeah. it's the last World Cup of Messi. It's the yeah. last World Cup of Lewandowski. It, it is. And uh, I think Poland is coming in with maybe the best form from the guys that will help supply Robert Lewandowski uh, that they've ever had. And they've got some guys that they've brought in, new guys that we're going to talk about, Zalewski mm. and uh, Matty Cash and some of these guys that have really started to, to coalesce True. around the core uh, but when all is said and done, I mean, it feels it feels like an Argentine cakewalk. Nine, nine points. Yeah, easy. It, it, yeah, that's an easy prediction. It's so hard though in the World Cup to go nine points. There's gonna be a tie in there somewhere. No, I think Mexico Mexico stingy. Only Ochoa, memo. Only Ochoa can stop Messi. Yeah. So basically, yeah, we've no, got. Can't stop so I'm gonna that. go. What am I I'll go Argentina <laughs> at the top, and then I'll go Memo Ochoa what? in second. Mexico. I'll go at Memo. No, I'm just Memo Ochoa. <laughs> no, Memo Ochoa, we all know, turns into a superhero. But yes, Mexico. I'm going to go Argentina at the top. I'm going to go Mexico second. What? I'm going to go Poland third and Saudi Arabia first. Man, you're believing in fourth. Lozano big time. <laughs> uh, fourth. I, 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 Mexico is... Uh, they have underperformed, I think, to Mexican supporters, uh, you know, bewilderment. They've underperformed under Tata Martino, but I do think there's enough of that vet core that they're not going to go far in this tournament, but they will get out of the group stage. Mm, okay, so I'll go the other way, and I know I'm, I could be disrespecting Mexico, but no Corona, no Corona. Yeah, is a big... Big loss for them. And yeah. Hector Herrera, he's getting older, and I don't know. Let's wait and see. But I'll go so with Argentina first. Yeah. Second, I'm going to go bowl with Poland. And at third, Mexico. And fourth, Saudi Arabia. Oh. I had it the other way around, but I really believe, considering what happened in the Champions League, yeah. Lewandowski will have to prove things right for Poland yeah. in this World Cup. Yeah. So, hey, we're and talking here about some, we had some names here. You managed to get some names here. I did. So, best lineup. Let's get to it now. But I saved the best for the 11. Oh. Okay, I saved the best <laughs> for the 11. Yes. The, all right. The 11. Um, here we go. I. This was tough for me. Because yeah, because if you're in Concacaf, you know you know it's gotta be him. you know how good of a goalkeeper Memo Ochoa is, especially around World Cup time. So for me, even though Emiliano Martinez exactly. is a phenomenal goalkeeper, I know I have to go with Memo Ochoa. Though, uh, on my end. <laughs> I love it, best so, goalkeeper in Group C, man. What a nice discussion. But yeah, I'll say Emiliano Martinez. Okay, because even outside, like he's so smart. He's he so smart. I, I love that guy. Top 10 goalkeeper, 100% in the yep. world of football. And, you know, I'm and Aston Villa. Does Chesney start for Poland? Yes. Okay. <laughs> because I know it was somebody else for a little while. It's and not, that could have not, been the injury. But, yeah, he's not the same. He's, he's not, not the same. He's not, he's the, not same. the same. <laughs> All right. Well, defense. Mm. I'm going to let you do your defense first. My left back, okay, yeah. has Zaleski, Romero, Otamendi, and Molina. That's my defense for Group C. Okay. A lot of underrated names in it, in my yeah. like especially fullbacks. Yeah, yeah, I, and Zalewski is the biggest one there. Uh, pretty Wonder much converted kid. for the most part. That's Jose Mourinho, you know, for you. He's been doing really well for AS Roma. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go across. I'm gonna take your Zalewski pick. Yes. I'm gonna take your Otamendi pick. <laughs> I'm gonna take your Cuti Romero pick. And then you think about it, you're like, oh wait, who's on the bench? Lisandro Martinez is on the Fox. bench. Goodness. Oh that is God. depth, man. Fox. That is depth. Fox. So on the right side, though, I'll get a little different here. I have a soft spot in my heart for Matty Cash. 
Matty Cash made a big deal, uh, a big decision. His first few games for Poland were pretty bad. Um, since then, he has kind of come into the 11, and he's been a whole lot better. And I still remember Matty Cash back in the day trading DMs with him on Instagram when he was Nottingham Forest oh, before he it. made the move to Aston Villa. So we've been tracking him. He was a former wonder kid that we used to track. Um, and it is good to see him on this high level. Um, when all is said and done, he is generally up there in the statistics in the Premier League for you know tackles one, even for key passes. He just needs to stay healthy. And but, people are going to move their heads like saying, what? Yeah. Matty Cash in Poland? I like it. Shouldn't he be for England? Like so it's it. like, it's so, the what's the best decision for him? So I got the two fullbacks for Poland. <laughs> and here I am putting him in third because it is a weakness of Mexico. I mean, I know when we watch, when you watch USA play Mexico, mm -hmm. we generally kill them on the wings. Ooh, we do. We generally kill them on the wings. And their wings have not gotten much better. I think their wings right now are Jesus Gallardo. And I couldn't even tell you who it is on the right. <laughs> it should be Omar Campos. That's oh, that's. Uh, he, but he's a little too young, a little too raw. Anyway, on to the midfield, sir. Yes, my midfield has Enzo Fernandez, which I'm gonna go bold and say, in terms of midfielder, not yep. counting Messi as a ten, Enzo Fernandez is the best midfielder in Group C, in my opinion. Or he'll be considered by the end of this okay. World Cup. Definitely the best midfielder. Yeah. He's ahead of Paredes, Lo Celso. So I'm not saying good that they're injured, but people will be shocked with yeah. how good he is. Uh, like Enzo. Yeah, and I would have said this if he was even still at River. No. I would have said this. No, no, I'm just saying. I valued him incredibly highly. When everyone was talking about Alvarez, but Enzo Fernandez was absolutely now. phenomenal phenomenal at River. But yes, he has stepped up. He is in the limelight now. The Lo Celso injury is a big deal for yes. him. Because now, you know, I think by the end, if, if they are if they're on the fence about uh, supporting Enzo Fernandez, which they shouldn't be, they, should. uh, they definitely will not be by the end of this tournament. And yet, I'm not going to put him in my 11 because there's no guarantee he starts. He's got to start long term, though. The DM I'm going to still put, and I know some Mexican fans might be angry at me about this because I feel like he's still, even when he doesn't play that well, but I've, I've he's got still... I think I've got him, though. You think you got him? Edson mm. Alvarez. Yes. Okay. Edson. My DM is Edson Alvarez. Uh, my midfield is uh, Peter Zielinski. Okay. Okay. And th there's a little, if you watch the other videos, there's a little Napoli tilt here. You got to shout out. Zielinski is playing the best ball of his life right now. Fuck. That's 100%. I don't think there's any denying that. But right next to him, I'm actually going to put somebody um, that might surprise some people. I'm going to mm. put Alexis McAllister. Okay. Alexis McAllister will start for Argentina. He will start for Argentina. But Enzo is so much better than him. Different profiles. Oh. But Alexis McAllister is going to be a little more the, the hard tackler, the conductor, okay? Um, and, and you know why, too. Leo Messi believes in Alexis McAllister, okay? There's a story. There's a okay. story. Small story time, okay? Kids, everyone gather around. Now, Alexis McAllister uh, did not like being called the Spanish word for redhead, okay? And I believe – I'm not going to say it on here, okay? Because I don't know if there's any real negative connotation. Anyway. Ginger. Ginger, yeah. And yeah, I think it's, it's Colo. Yeah, it's all yeah. good here Colo? to say yeah. ginger. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that if that was the exact, oh, you know, there's some. Oh, because of the thing of ginger half souls. I have uh, no clue. Oh, God. Let's... <laughs> anyway, Alexis McAllister didn't like being called that. It was his teammates calling him it. And who stood up for him? Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi, okay. And if uh, that doesn't make you want to, and I know this is a really weird just yeah, side I'm narrative. Yeah, to Enzo too. But if that doesn't make you want to. If that doesn't make you want to run through a wall 
for Leo Messi. Uh, I mean, that's a big deal. Okay, so there's also footballing reasons to support Alexis McAllister in the 11, okay? If you look at the top of the Premier League, Alexis McAllister is, if not the top, he's very close to the top in the Premier League in ball recoveries. Mm. You're going to need somebody doing that dirty work, okay? True. Enzo Fernandez can also do it. It also does not mean that you can't have two guys on the field doing that ball retention. I agree. Okay, so Alexis McAllister has been lights out for sixth place Brighton, who get no credit for being sixth place, even under a new boss, even after getting poached for most of their best players mm-hmm. and most of their best staff. They're still up there, and Alexis McAllister is one of the largest reasons. So that's why I have Edson Alvarez, Alexis McAllister, and Peter Zielinski. Okay, I'll go Enzo, Edson Alvarez, and I go with Messi in that 10 roll. But, uh, you, yeah, you can have it. <laughs> oh, hold on. I'm sorry. I have a 4-4-2. Oh, okay. oh, my gosh. I was like, I was I'm like, like wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I'm not putting Messi in here? No, 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 no. Sorry, I have Edson Alvarez as a DM. My two center midfielders are McAllister and Zelinski, and then my cam roll. Oh my goodness, is Leo Messi? Okay, <laughs> I go four three three just so people understand. Okay, so, and big shout out. I want to say Herrera. Okay, if if Mexico is going to do something, Herrera has to be important for them in that midfield. And the three forwards, I think I'm going to back Lozano. Okay, okay. Lozano's been. He's been. He's got some goal involvements with Napoli, <laughs> and uh, I'll go Lewandowski and Di Maria because yeah. if Argentina are gonna win this World Cup, Di Maria, as he was in Copa America, will be key. Emiliano Martinez, Enzo, and Di Maria will be those three players. I think will back a hundred percent Messi. I'm with you, but I'm going with current form, extra current form right now. Uh, my two at the top, since I'm doing a four-four-two, is Lautaro Martinez. Mm, he won't play though. You don't think so? Don't he know. has been. All I right. Don't know. And uh, you know that other guy from Poland. Ah, oh, come yeah. on. I and Robert Lewandowski, of course. <laughs> Robert Lewandowski. And if if Poland's gonna do anything, it's still unfortunately gonna come down to whether or not Lewandowski scores goals. Um, you do have other players on that squad that are capable this time. I think the supporting cast is better than Poland's ever had. True. So. It's just whether or not they, they show up. Um, but I, I think I think Lautaro will play. Mm, okay. you, who are you saying is going to start over him? No, Lautaro plays. Yeah, okay. you're right. <laughs> back, back you got me worried. You got me worried. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah he's right. He's uh, right. <laughs> I mean, uh, he's, he's been right. – been, there aren't many bright spots but, for Inter so far this season. Alvarez, man. Alvarez, I'd love yeah. if he managed to get that stop because, like, look at Haaland, man. If there was no Haaland – Alvarez would be starting for Man City, in my opinion. Well, I mean, considering you've got Di Maria, who uh, will not be able to play the full 90 for every game this whole season. That is true. Julian Alvarez is going to get Dybala plenty of time. And Dybala did get that. And Dybala is in there, and he's not 100%, but maybe he will be. As he, maybe he'll grow into it. Yeah. <laughs> the, La Hoya, right? Love it. Um, Love it. But when all is said and done, uh, you want me to go through my 11 yes. quickly? Okay. <laughs> uh, let me preface this. My group, what are we on? Group C. C. My group C best 11 uh, is a 4-4-2. We're looking in goal uh, as goalkeeper. We got Memo Ochoa from Mexico. Uh, left to right in defense, Zalewski, Poland. Cuti Romero, Argentina. Otamendi, Argentina. Matty Cash, Poland. Then in my four strong midfield, I've got Edson Alvarez at the DM. McAllister and Zelinski in the middle. And up top, Leo Messi himself. <laughs> and then my two strikers are Lautaro and Lewandowski. 
Great team. 4-4-2. Going Alex Ferguson on this one, okay? <laughs> I'll go with my Group C best lineup, okay? With Emiliano Martinez, Zaleski, Otamendi, uh, Otamendi, Romero, and Molina. And the three in midfield with Enzo, Edson Alvarez, and Messi. And the three forwards with Lozano, Lewandowski, and Angel Di Maria, which yeah. Messi needs him to go bold. Yeah, and I'm telling you, after this tournament, mm. everything changes for Argentina. Facts. Everything Facts. changes for Argentina. Facts. I don't know if it's going to be Garnacho that just rises to the top. I don't know if it's going to be Julian Alvarez, but everything's going to change. <laughs> Enzo, uh, the pieces are, are there, but are any oh. of them Messi status? No. No. So it's going to have to be that collective team. And built around and Messi, I am too. here <laughs> to try and figure out whether or not France is going to avoid the curse. What mm, do you think? Will I it happen? The best chance ever, I'd say, to okay. win the curse. I agree. With this group with I Australia agree. and Tunisia that are not looking the best. But tell us your predictions down below before we say ours. And tell us your best lineup or players that should be in our best lineup for Group D. So <laughs> yeah. Um, so once again, um, France has the footballing gods looking at them. But I, I guess, if listen, if you take... UEFA Nations League mm -hmm. results seriously, mm -hmm. okay? Denmark is their boogeyman. Am I wrong? Fuck. Not one Fuck. loss, but two. two losses to Denmark. So, Fuck. I mean, that's interesting, but yes. But when you have Tunisia and you have Australia, who on paper are not mm -hmm. as talented teams, uh, you don't not yet know what to have. And sometimes it's the unknown that kills you. But do we have the Danish topping the group? Do we have Denmark doing, not beating the curse. France yeah. doesn't beat, the, partially beats the curse. Right. No. Can Denmark go top? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> I was that bold at, at the Euros. You may recall. You I had Denmark going pretty far. To the final. <laughs> um, I still, I, I mean, I believe they're going to get through. Okay. I believe they ultimately, I forget who they're going to probably face the next round. But, but Denmark will get through. But I think it's going to go France, Denmark, Tunisia. Mm. Australia. Okay. okay. And I, I don't think it's going to be close. Here. I'm going to I'm going to say France, Denmark, Australia, Tunisia. Mm -hmm. I am going to give to the Aussies that third place. You like that you <laughs> like that eight, 18-year-old, that 2004 born uh Garang Quall. I like new I I think Newcastle does like him. Newcastle <laughs> does like him. He'll be reporting there January 2023. And it's phenomenal to see that he's it watching is. the matches. In the stands with the fans. But so. does he watch FC Wonder Kids? Ah, <laughs> that's the real question. That's the real question. <laughs> so that's <laughs> our predictions of, of how the group is going to end. Yep. Tell us yours in the comment section down below. So best lineups now. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Yep. This is a lot, a lot of France and a lot of Denmark on yeah. my end. Yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Uh, I think I have one player that is not France or not Denmark. Okay. So yeah, a lot of red and a lot of red and blue here. <laughs> red um, and blue. Although Tunisia's red too, so I just confused that. But mm. goalkeeper Schmeichel. I love Schmeichel. Mm. I love Casper Schmeichel. And Leicester suffered a lot at the beginning of this season, and I think the oh, loss yeah. of Casper Schmeichel. Did have a little, a little effect on it. So Danny yeah. Ward will be at the tournament too. So <laughs> you know, and you know, Casper Schmeichel has been pretty decent for for Nice. I think is where yes. he wound up. He's been pretty decent there, but obviously he's not the Lester, you it's, know, the Lester Schmeichel. He's he's getting a little, a little up there, which is why, 
you know, when it comes down to it, Hugo Hugo Lloris. Um, Magnan's injured. That's Mag why Lloris He's plays. injured. Uh, there's quite a few injuries in this team. This mm. France team has lost. And to be honest, I think it plays. The French uh, losing some key players plays into their advantage. Mm, I guess the that curse. sounds weird. That sounds weird. <laughs> yes. And I've said this before, right? If you've got guys that are not only fighting – they're fighting for a place in the 11, mm -hmm. okay? Because Pogba never necessarily had to do that. And I'm not blaming anything on Pogba here, but Pog Pogba is a Key massive player. reason why 2018 World Cup win Fucked. happened, okay? But when you get a guy that's already been there, he's been at the precipice. It's mm -hmm. really hard when it comes down to the World Cup to repeat ever, But okay? the thing with Pogba was, like, he's being judged by everyone in the world of football. And for he France, is. you would see the best Pogba. Yeah. So it's just unfortunate. Yeah, it is, but I, I think when you have players, you substitute in the Shuamanis. You substitute mm. in the Yusuf Fufanas. You substitute in the Kamavingas. You've got players that are on their rise up, and you've got players that want to prove themselves with a the national team. They're going to take their lumps early on, and there may yeah. be an early exit in the round of 16 or in the quarterfinals because of maybe some mistakes they make, but this is how you, I don't know, for lack of a better word, it's how you blood a new generation. Should they start okay. Griezmann ahead of Nkunku? Should they? No. Will they? Yes. <laughs> uh, completely agree. Fuck. Nkunku for RB Leipzig. He's just... Lights out. He's wonderful. <laughs> wonderful to watch. Unbelievable. Wonderful. But... Um, so we got Schmeichel. I got Schmeichel. You got, got Lloris? I got Lloris. I think okay. he's going to have himself a good last tournament. Mm -hmm. uh, I would have liked to have seen Mike Magnon there. Nah. Same. Same right here. So with the defense, I go with Schmeichel. Okay. Then at left back, I go Ferlan Mendy. And then I go with Kiaer, Saliba. I have to believe that Saliba Saliba has to start for France, considering the importance this man has with Arteta and Arsenal. Yeah. There's no French centre-back performing better right now this no. season than Saliba. So he starts in my books, and at the right, Rasmus Christensen. So Schmeichel. The beast. So Schmeichel, Mendy, Kiaer, Saliba, and Rasmus Christensen, okay. which underrated. So pretty clearly... You or not, you or I do not know who is going to start at left back necessarily. Ferlon Mendy is a good shout. And Teo it's Mendy, definitely a good shout. It's Teo versus Mendy. It's Teo versus Mendy. And if you're looking at Real Madrid and you're looking at you know what <laughs> Ferlon was to that Real Madrid team that won the Champions League and La Liga, I would probably say that too. But I'm gonna just kind of make the assumption that maybe Teo starts. For me, Teo's better. But okay. it's just Ferlon. It's just the years. And they'll, they'll likely split time in some respects. I yeah. think that's if you've got a deep squad, you're probably going to play your two best players, um, unless, of course, they're Messi, Neymar, <laughs> or you know some version of that. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go with Teo. Mm -hmm. uh, I am going to completely agree with you from a center-back perspective. I'm going to completely agree with you that Saliba should be there. Mm -hmm. But believe it or not, there was only one Danish center-back mm. that was starting for – both wins during the Nations League over France, and it's Joachim Anderson. Oh, okay. And I he's been pretty good for Crystal, Crystal Palace. Yeah, now, true. Crystal Palace is, is I don't know, they, they're a lot better than their standings, than the standings say that they are, okay. or it seems that way. Um, but Joachim Anderson's very good. We know that. We've seen him. We've true. seen him when Crystal Palace has been at, the, at their best. It's because those two center backs, Gehi and Fox. Joachim Anderson, are, you know, in line. Now, this is the Danish national team, and yes, he was. He was there when they beat them both, uh, both times, Les Bleus. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put him, even though they've got Christensen, they've got Anderson, they've got Kier. Um, it'll be really interesting to see which two start. I think it's going to be Kier and uh, Anderson. 
Anyway, at right back, this is my wild card. I felt the need to put somebody other than a French national team player and a Danish national team player in there. I'm going to go with Mohamed Drager. Okay. okay. And that's because that's because he plays for Nottingham Forest. Did you know this? <laughs> He's on loan at FC Luzerne. Okay. But he has another one signed by the American uh, the American general manager, Dane Murphy. <laughs> no, Mo, Mo Drager, if you watch him okay. in the Super League, the Swiss Super League, where Willie Nanto came from and some others have obviously come from. Most of Switzerland Mo came from. Mo Salah, yeah. Um, there's, there's a lot of good to watch. And if you look at him in the – Everything that Tunisia has done right in the last few years, even though it did not wind up, they did not wind up winning the Arab Cup. They did not wind up winning the AFCON. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mo Air was there the whole time. He was there the whole way. He had some timely assists, some timely goals. Um, so I think if you're going to watch anyone on Tunisia, he's one of the ones that I would watch. Because frankly, you know, Ben Pavard, unless he's going to give me another 2018 World Cup bender like he did, that golasso. Um, yeah, he's he's a good player. He's and, a wonderful player. But and then do you have this. I, I go Rasmus Christensen because I just love to see him yes. from 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 his time at Salzburg too. And now with Leeds, like yeah. it's Joaquin Mele too. Like yeah. that's a that's I'm I'm riding Christensen, but it's like with the mind of like okay, Joaquin Mele can come off too, and he's he's a baller too. Mele so, made his made, he made his name. The at the, the, in those Euros. He Damsgaard, Maele, that Danish core, that they went bold. And yeah. that's why, in midfield, I'm going to go bold, man. Okay. I put Chouameni, yeah. and then I put Hoiberg and oh. Christian Eriksen. That's my midfield for Group D. Move on. <laughs> what? It's the same. Move on. <laughs> But I really think Kamavinga, at the yeah. end of this group stage, he'll have to be there, too, because Chouameni needs backup, man. He might. I'm... 100% excited about watching this kind of forcibly put together midfield, right? Because of all the injuries, Conte out, Pogba out. I mean, these are guys that we all know individually are immensely talented. Very Now true. it's just whether or not they can put it all together as a unit. Um, and, and we'll see if it's a strength or a weakness. I do think it's going to be a strength, but we'll see. Oh, we got the same midfield, man. And yeah. now the front trio, Probably the I'll same. go with Mbappe. Benzema and Skovolson at the right wing. Uh, I, I mean, I love the shout of Skovolson. <laughs> well, I have to put I'm I, not I, I, like Dembele. If he was more consistent, I obviously no doubt have to put Dembele. But I just believe Skovolson scored going to score key goals for Denmark. So that's exactly why I put Dembele. Ah, because I believe I believe France needs mm. a consistent Dembele to get through. So I think. I think we're either going to see the best of Ousmane Dembele, Griezmann. all bottled up in one. I know, Griezmann's probably going to start, but... Or Nkunku. Yeah, but Ousmane Dembele will see the field. I agree. He I will agree. see the field. Definitely. Um, and Nkunku can play... I mean, I believe he can play both sides. Yes, he And he can. can play behind... He can play Cam, mm-hmm. if need be, if they're even playing one. Yeah, but Dembele um, right where yeah. lock him in. Yeah, and it's just amazing. I mean, the, the <laughs> it, with all the injuries and the... And the the talent that's missing for France, how you look at their 11 and you're like, holy crap. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this is this is a really, really deep team. Options. And then you've got this Danish team that is – all the pieces have been kept together. True. And how many of us, when we watch those insane, insane events of 2018 where Christian Eriksen was literally brought back to life on the pitch, how many of us would have expected to be seeing him starting once again for his country in the world Insane. Cup? 
So just that alone, I mean, gets him into my best 11, even if he plays like crap. And I wanted to give a shout. I was considering putting him nonstop in the best 11, and it's another Danish, and it's Jesper Lindstrom. Mm. He's, play, he's balling out for Frankfurt, and Absolutely. there's a reason why, okay? He's going to be important, very important for Denmark in this World Cup. Yeah. Key player. Key player. Eintracht Frankfurt has um, sent quite a few, actually. Mario Goetze showing up for Germany there. Uh, Kamada with Japan. Kamada with Japan, who might wind up in my best of We'll see. Same. But listen, I, Frankfurt, um, you can't call them inconsistent because they won the Europa League and they got out of their Champions League group. Um, but they do have some weird Jekyll and Hyde type of games. But listen, they play with two tens. True. They play with two tens, which is why I'm so happy Paxton Aronson is likely going to wind up oh. in Frankfurt. Because why not get a young American 10? But that's not what we're talking about, people. Yes. Uh, no, but you're 100% right. Jesper Lindstrom is having a breakout season. Mm -hmm. um, I think long may it continue. And I think there's a bigger move. Maybe not in the near future, but bigger move in, in the next one to two Maybe seasons. Maybe to Leeds. Maybe Ooh. to Leeds. Newcastle. Some, to the Prem. To the yeah. Prem. Because that's the type of player. Direct technical ability. High. Jesper Lindstrom. Remember the name community. Well, well I don't know. Ivan Tony just made Manchester City his own. Um, they're, they have Danish owners. Oh. You could have Jesper Lindstrom go there. No. I, w I wouldn't be. Damsgaard's already there. Damsgaard's already there. He doesn't play much, but he's there. <laughs> Tell us down below. Do you agree <laughs> with our predictions for Group D? And who is in your best 11? Do you have different players? Tell us in the comments.